Well, good morning. This is Pastor Dan and God Talk number 92, The World, Love It or Leave It. And I've been looking at transformation. How do we learn to just hate sin? Anything that hurts us, hurts people, dishonors God in any way, shape, or form. So that uh, it's just not such a battle. We've settled it. I'm not that. I'm not doing that. I'm not part of that. That's over. That's past. That's old life. So we've talked about it being in the power of the mind. It's all in the mind. We've talked about it being the power of Scripture. There's a power in the Bible, the ideas of the Word. Jesus says, my words are life, and we be transformed by the words of God. And I've watched people happen over and over again, become great people, all because of Scripture. And Dallas Willard says that over time, Christianity becomes easier, not harder. Interesting. At first, you're tempted and you're always fighting temptation because you're not really sure. You really want to do that. But over time, as God reprograms your DNA and changes in your mind, God puts enmity between you and sin. And something is not temptation anymore because I'm not tempted to go eat that snake. I'm not tempted to get a Uzi and go out and shoot people. And neither am I tempted to say a cutting word or to laugh at a dirty joke or eat something that will not be healthy for me, whatever it is. And it makes sense to me. And I don't have to fight that battle because I have a habit now. I have formed a settled decision. I have enmity against that. We were on the bus the last night in, in Jerusalem. Amazing conversation. We've been together for three weeks and now it's coming to an end. And we have a Jewish guide on the bus with us and he's a great guy and we've been with him. He's lived in the States for years, talks with accents same as us, but he knows Israel. And people began to ask him questions and they asked him about this wall. Here's this big wall right down Jerusalem, keeping hopefully terrorists away. And uh, they said, why do we have to have this wall that looks terrible in this great, beautiful city? And they said, yeah, but they're killing us. I don't care. They're killing us. And we said, you got to care. These are people. Their families are separated. People's farms are separated. You know, we got to care about this. <laughs> he said, no, they're killing us. The young pastors who were on our trip from New Zealand, they did care. And they said, this is terrible to have this wall blocking people together. And I said, what makes the difference between my Christian young pastor who instinctively said, ah, too bad we have to have walls here, and someone who only has the Old Testament and is happy for a wall. And I thought maybe it's the golden rule, which is kind of in the Old Testament too. Do unto others as you would have them do unto you. I don't want a wall, then don't do a wall to them, you know. A piece of scripture, a verse, a value, a principle made the difference. Anyway, Break it down now. What really do you do? Yes, you can pray the one-minute prayers, and we all need to pray, and ask God help me change. But you add to that study. You fill your mind with scriptural truth. You read Proverbs, and you read what is called wisdom literature, good books, smart books, people who have lived. You hang out with godly people, righteous people. You go to a small group and gradually God begins to, to rewire and reprogram your DNA with what you're learning. I've been going over every morning, one morning a week to a great mentor friend of mine, Ralph Watts, and trying to help him write a book. So I record what he says for a couple hours. And it's just great stuff. And his love for God and his 87 years of, of serving God. And I learned from it. And I'm a better person. I'm a better person. They're reading Desire of Ages out loud to each other after 68 years of being married. It's good. They're going away for their 68th anniversary next week. It's good. I was playing basketball with my kids and a bunch of kids. And in the heat of the game, all of a sudden you would hear 
Dang it, what do I do? I'm the father and I'm a pastor for these guys. Dang it. I can make rules for my kids. If I ever hear that again, you can't drive the car. We'll close the basketball game. And I can use force and punishment and try to norm them. Or I can try to change their mind and their hearts and just explain to them, dang it is short for damn it. Who are you damning? The Bible says, think about whatever is pure. Thou shalt not take the name of the Lord thy God in vain. God damns people, but you, you want to be the one that damns people? We spend time getting to know God. He's pure and holy, and God begins to put enmity in, and words like that just go away. They say, I don't want to use words like that. They're cheap, and they're not what I want to be, because we bought in to principles of holiness and purity and goodness and honoring God. And the same with getting over gossip. I don't want, and we have reasons for that, or anger, or diet, or spending money, whatever it is. The Bible covers it all, but most of all, it comes from just your picture of God. <laughs> What's your picture of God? The Bible says, and Great Controversy says, 655, 555, by beholding you become changed. The more we look at God, the more we look at Jesus, we are transformed. Well, it's time to bring this series to an end. Let me use one quick illustration. When we were at the uh, Jordan site where Dr. Garrity and others have dug for 40 years. There was piles of old pottery that they dug up from the ground and you can take whatever you want. They've thrown it away. Not important, not, not valuable. So we all took a piece. The next day we're downtown in, in Jerusalem. We're in the old quarter. Dr. Garrity knows this man. He's given La Sierra University thousands of uh, artifacts and he has an artifact store and here's a pot and uh, I have walked by a lot of pots I didn't have any money didn't know what they were Dr. Garrity says Dan that pot is worth is 3,000 years old I asked the guy how much he said well your pastor Dr. Garrity's pastor $200 so that's a, that's a lot of money to me for a souvenir I don't usually do that I've probably never done that but boy I could have a 3,000 year old pot back to the time of David and Solomon and I, I bought it, carried that in my lap all the way home. I'm proud of that little pot. What made the difference between all the pots and all the other pieces of pottery and, and this pot? Somebody who knew the value told me, this is good. This really is good. And that's the difference between being on a scrap heap of life like that pottery and being someone who is truly is going to honor God for thousands of years in heaven. Who do you listen to? Who do you listen that has knowledge and really knows something and says, I think that's the best way to go. And Jesus says, my words are life and I will put enmity in your heart against anything that he does. So may we have enmity against those things that would hurt others, hurt ourselves, dishonor God. And may we be drawn to those principles that are pure and holy and good. And may we be beholding become change. God bless you. This is God Talk and Pastor Dan. We'll start something new tomorrow. God bless you.